Okay, welcome to the Out in the Sun podcast. My name is Stella. My name is Sheree. And my name is Danny. And, um, okay, I'm going to preface this with an explanation as to why this wasn't published nine months ago when I first said it was going to be. It's because uh, we recorded 90 minutes of footage, and then when I was editing it to make it try to make it a listenable experience, it lost a lot of context, and it didn't make much sense. So here we go again. Minimal editing this time. So let's get right into it. Okay, what are the requirements for saying I love you? Danny, this one's yours. Shrey, you I thought you wanted to know this yeah, one. Yeah, but it, wanted it's to know. from, oh, from okay. your experience. Yeah. Uh, I think the requirements for saying I love you is just situational and not actually time-specific. So I if think you feel it on one, like the first day, you'll drop it? Uh, no, you have, to, you have to both feel it, and you kind of both know. It's kind of hard to explain. Oh, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't, you know. wouldn't know. We, we, wouldn't we wouldn't know. know. Okay. You're lonely. Oh, okay. <laughs> both oh. of you. All right, thanks. Um, and Isaac wants to know from me... Will Kanye start producing good music again after divorcing Kim? He won't. Yes, and here's why. So after, in 2003, when he got in the car accident, he produced Through the Wire, which became like a best-selling hit. Um, And after his mother passed away in 2007, he made 808s and Heartbreaks, coincidentally making a new genre. So I think... I think when tragedy strikes Kanye, he just gets a stroke of genius. And But is Kanye sad that he's getting a divorce? I think he yes. is. I'm pretty is sure he, he was is? like... Yes. I think, I'm pretty is sure he, he was not, in love with he's her. He's the one that's... He loved Kim. I think so. I think she was the one initiating the divorce. Yeah, I think so too. From what I've heard. Oh, I think okay. so too. Yeah. So. Isn't his best album supposed to be Runaway? Is that an album? That's a song that's on a song? the album. What, what album is that? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I thought that was like the agreed upon best Kanye album. Yeah, it is. Then best. Oh, okay. Best Fair. production. Best bars. No, not the best bars. Was he in a, a bad place when he wrote that album? I guess after breaking up with Amber Rose, yeah. A little. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that She's is She's like, either. she got, gets passed around by the rap. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> yeah, low key. Um, and then, all right, defense, uh, Department of Defense alien briefing. Coming alien out this summer. I, you know, I've heard about it. I'm not sure what's even... Isn't that like in two days? What? When, when is it? When is that meant to be? I don't know. Somewhere in the summer. They didn't really... I didn't see a date. Uh, aliens? You... There's 100% there's aliens. Yeah. Aliens. And if they're just going to go public with it. I, I think they're going to be all like, oh, we found some alien bacteria, but they actually have like little people in there too. <laughs> I, I think they're, they're going to say... Little people? Like, like, like little aliens. Like little aliens. Oh. They got like... They're 100% going to hold back like... 90% of the information they actually have. They got some, like, toxic leech that, like, will turn us all into zombies. I guarantee it. Hmm. I want to be surprised. I'm thinking, like, why Why now? I'm thinking, okay, I think, I feel like after each distraction, the first distraction was COVID. Or not the first, but, like, the latest. Yeah. And then now that that's kind of wavering off, they're just putting another thing on us, like, oh, aliens. I'm like... Hmm. So you're thinking there's a conspiracy? There's a bigger picture? <laughs> there's a bigger picture. So they maybe COVID is just mass produced. They're like they're like, we need a distraction. Let's let's make a deadly virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that'd be the best way to do it. Then, what are they distracting us from though? What what would aliens then, distract us from? Exactly, and then they're know. like, and then let's throw Trump in the office. And then <laughs> yes. let's throw Biden right after. <laughs> yes. And now they're like, now there's aliens. So what, what, what kind of conspiracy what? would they be covering up, though? I don't know. Though? Like, what, what could be bigger than all of this? Yeah, what could be bigger than this? I, I don't, don't even know. know. Maybe. I don't know. What, we wouldn't know because we're like. Maybe AI silly. is taking over the world and just like robots are slowly killing off one by one and then taking over their bodies. Yeah. 
they're just trying to hide it. And so COVID was a perfect excuse because people are home. Everyone's like, oh, you've changed a little. And they're like, it's, <laughs> Dang, it's oh quarantine. It's quarantine, I swear. That's, yeah. You changed a little. Or maybe like, everyone to use the internet like more. Yeah, more. exactly. Like, just, they're brainwashing people. It makes everyone's social skills less so that the robots fit in more with everyone. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, like Mark Zuckerberg, like, Technology. he was the first one. He got found out really quick. Technology is like back to the drawing board. all there is now. And... I'm just saying, robots. Hmm. And then, a pretty big conspiracy theory to cover up. And how about the how about the fact that TikTok makes everyone like think of the same things? Like forces everyone into like the forces same mind space. Into, yep. Mm, so you're saying TikTok is also part uh, of it? Yes, it's part, it's part of, of the conspiracy. Like everyone's like, I, maybe I should like, delete TikTok. I've kind of yes. Didn't we talk about that last time? I don't think I didn't see the problem with TikTok. I thought uh, it was last time. It was we were like the talking security about the security concern. thing, but now I think it's more of a brain kind of manipulation okay i swear though sometimes i wonder because i'll be like watching tiktok and i'll be like oh like what's that song i was just listening to and i'll swipe down and it'll be that same song i was just thinking about like Mm -hmm. on the background playing i'm like there's no way like what's the there's like no chance that that thing where like google homes listen into like your conversations and then google ads recommends you things that you're just talking about I feel like it's like a similar thing. Did you hear like that story? Like have an open mic. Did you hear that story about the dad that kept on getting baby pictures or like crib <gasps> ideas and all that? And it's because his daughter was pregnant and his Google Home found out first. Are you serious? And it, How and is that he, even possible? Because she kept on searching up things on their like collective like internet thing. And it kept on like suggesting like That's baby crazy. cribs and all that. And he's like, why is there all this baby stuff? And like, <laughs> That's how he found out that his daughter was pregnant. That's that's ridiculous. Dang. Hmm. Yeah, the future is now. AI. Robots and AI. <laughs> AI. It's kind of scary. Maybe yeah. both of you are robots. I don't... No, maybe you are because you pointed the fingers at us. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Who knows? Do you think they'd even know if it's an AI? What if, like, we're all just actually robots, but, like, we don't know? Yeah. yeah, what if we're all, like, the last person on Earth and then... Yeah. We're surrounded by a bunch of people, in quotation marks. Dude, I think if robots were created, though, they wouldn't kill off humanity. They'd put us in zoos. There oh, would be like, that makes sense. There I, would be, like, districts. Like, oh, like, like just, in the Hunger Games? Just, like, yeah. they would, like, throw us in and then make us fight for our lives? <laughs> I don't know if I they'd do that. that. Yeah. They would, like, give us a section. They'd be like, Here, here's Ohio. You can have that. The robots are going to take the rest. Because no one <laughs> likes Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. No, you know what I was thinking about the future? I was thinking of this pod society because i'm seeing an increasing monologue among people in our generation it's like i just want to get money for no reason yeah that's fair yeah Yeah. and so i'm thinking like this will solve like overpopulation because people aren't going to be uh together and then it'll solve like you know deforestation because we don't have to build new things so if everyone stays in like a little pod for their whole lives not whole lives 11 months out of the year one month they get to go out um, and then they just stay on their phones and then we get the kinetic energy and like the electrical energy from their neurons and fingers. So we're like putting everyone in like cryo sleep. That's some matrix yes. stuff right there. That's, yeah, that's, that's how they work. They, you put them in those little pod things yeah. and they get the energy from the life force of the people. And they're in like that, like coma state for the entire time. And people seem to be okay with that now. Like, people seem like they would be. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that would be okay with the Matrix. If they're like, hey, like, if you could put me in a pod and give me this awesome, like, super cool life that seems super real, like, like the a, entire yeah. time, like yeah. a dream almost, like, 
you could put me up. I bet there's a bunch of people that would do that. Yeah, that's what we're approaching. I was thinking like eleven months out of the year, and then one month to go on a big like outside if you want, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then that'll solve so many problems. I mean, it's not. Is it ethical? But I feel like if you have like too many people doing that, then the rest of the world kind of just goes to crap. No, because that'll be for the people who don't want to do anything in the world anyway. Like they don't want to like. Not necessarily. I think someone who's had a hard life but still contributes to society would possibly still choose that choice. And then their production is taken away from society. And if that happens enough, then society just well that is worse. So that's that hard is, life. Yeah, but like if that happens enough, like then it gets to a point wherever because the, those people aren't in society, their production doesn't contribute to society. So then entire like people in that society don't like have a better life. Like their life quality falls to the point where they're like, I'm gonna go ahead and do that too. Yeah, and then so it's like if everyone's just like, oh, put me in a tube, and I'm not gonna work in the tube. I'm just gonna live there and have a perfect life. And then yeah. there's people in the real world that have to still work. I think that would only work if like communism was actually like still a thing because then the government could be like I mean, communism is becoming a thing again all of gen z is like moving to that again well yeah i mean communism would work with this too because like the people on the outside the government would be like no you're working you're going to be a doctor right now like yeah. this through this days of the week you're going to be a, a house builder this through this days of the week you're okay. going to be this and then like the people in the chambers are the ones providing power and electricity yeah. and a renewable source mm-hmm. of energy for everyone else in there but like i think but Shrey's right if like the people on the outside see all these people like the pod people or whatever you call them (laughs) like just sleeping pretty much and like living their best life in a dream like they'd be like I want to do that too yeah exactly yeah I think so I would I definitely wouldn't I know so like imagine like all of your friends are in a dream right now a collective dream and they don't have to work. They're just living their best life. And it's like it's simulation. Let's compare it to Nitro. And then you're you're out here and you gotta you gotta be a garbage disposer. Like you, you gotta you just gotta throw away trash for your living. It's like the same thing, like if and you no still one else pay bills if no one else showed up to Nitro for practice, would you wanna just go there by yourself? Oh, right. It's like the same idea. Well, no, there's there's probably gonna be people I mean I'm saying that the number will get smaller and smaller over time. That's true. That's true. Like, they'll, they'll constantly think, move over to... Think, right. And then that's when robots come in and start they take manipulating yeah. it. Yeah. That's, that, that was my thing. Like, I thought, I thought they would do that to all the humans eventually, and then the robots kind of take over. And there's another question. Do you think there's actually such thing as a true artificial intelligence where they, like, are completely, like, a different species? Like, they think like humans, they develop like humans? I think that's possible. Like, I think we're, like, already, like kind of there right yeah like with artificial intelligence to where they can like think their own thoughts but like they have problem solving skills but is that thinking their own thoughts like how can you how can you mimic emotions like like you can't really explain emotions that's true you can't get chemical signals in a robot i guess you not yet not yet yeah but, but why would you want to I'm just thinking to, like, further recreating more human. of an artificial because? intelligence right now in robots is something like half biological, half robot. Like the robot's the body, but they grow a brain. So, like that's like the next step. You're saying, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's probably that makes sense. Something that's that. not complete robot. I see that. Oh, that's, that's so disturbing. Yeah, that's like a terrible thought. It's like gonna be the Terminator, and yeah. it's just gonna <laughs> wipe out humanity. Um. Next question. <laughs> uh, I got asked how it's like to be Asian mixed, uh, namely Blasian. So, yeah, I just have this one anecdote. It's pretty chill. Um, 
but I went to this Chinese restaurant with my family and they handed everyone else uh, chopsticks and then they asked me if I wanted a fork. Really? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just just a little anecdote of how, how it kind of, um, or the outside world would like perceive it. But like, I think it's nice. I don't feel any different from any of my friends. But do you like... I know you have, like, black family and and all that. Do you, like, feel connected with that community? And then do you feel connected with the Asian community at the same time? Or do you feel, like, separate from both of them? Oh, um, well, because I don't really connect with the black family that much. I'd probably say Asian a little more. Okay. But um, I'm just chilling. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) It's, 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 it's cool. It's kind of cool to like be able to like be like a chameleon and shapeshift <laughs> a chameleon. De- depending on where I'm at. Um, but like, there, I mean, honestly, my, my whole thing is like self determination. Like I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not limited or anything. I just take advantage of what I can, but yeah. there's no limits. To, I don't limit myself. I think now is a kind of a good time to like start branching out like time period wise i think with gen z kind of coming up and there's like more opportunities for everyone to just be what they want to be true and not put into a like a stereotyped i guess gender role or whatever role yeah but that's just what's comfortable for everyone because everyone loves patterns yeah that that's true but i feel like sometimes even if you aren't necessarily like trying to sometimes you get put into a position where you you like wouldn't have chose it yourself and that's just like how society is like if you were free fully free for your own thoughts like you would choose a different path but because of the society you like choose that way and it feels like your own choice but it might not have been your choice originally i think i'm kind of lost well i think everyone is a little that's not what i meant (laughs) like in the conversation (laughs) okay well no like i mean if we talk yeah it's so confusing because you don't know what your own thoughts are where your own thoughts end and where society's like projections start what i mean is like like you don't really ever know your like who you truly are and that's like you don't ever know if like a choice is your own or like you're forced onto you You just because of where you are in life and who you who you're surrounded by like your circumstances and situation like who are you truly like if you like ideal situation like you got to choose everything for yourself Mm -hmm. like what type of person would you be yeah like how would you want people to see you but it's like different because it's like if you live somewhere like the city, you want to be seen differently than if you lived out in the country. Well, yeah, but I but think you're those the same person like, and you you were raised the same way, but your surroundings are different. Yeah, but like our like the way we're raised is still like part of who we are. Like even like mm-hmm. it, like if we chose that, then we'd be a completely different person, right? Yeah. But like I I still think that some of what who you are is like you're born that way, yeah. and then your your how you're raised like is the direction that. You the grow. way you are is is like so mm-hmm. do you think like serial killers do you think they'd be serial killers if they were born in a different situation i don't think anyone's born a serial killer like i like that's just like my personal like you're born with like tendencies but, but then like, it depends on your environment yeah, like, like i feel like a serial killer like raised in like a really like plush rich life like it's like super pampered would not end up being a serial killer at all like yeah. they like they go and be like a functioning member of society 
Yeah. But like, as like, it all takes like one traumatic experience, and they'd probably like fall into that. I can see that. I just, like, I think some people are just, like, they they have a path, and then, like, that path kind of determines where they're going to go, and they have, like, deviations. Yeah. But, like, I think, like, generally, you're you're born with a set of skills, a set of, pers- like, personality traits that you're going to develop. So you and think it's, like, more, you, like... You, there's, there's extreme paths, and, but there's, I think it's, like, just kind of a broad spectrum, but you have a direction you're going to be going from the beginning. I think that's... Mm. I can see that, but, like... I don't know, I feel like, like, it's like the nature versus nurture thing that we learn about in, like, biology, or, like, I guess psychology, and I think it's more, I, like, my personal opinion is it's more about the nurture, and, like, how you, like, are raised, more than, like, your biological, like, yeah, for sure, like, how you were born, that's how, that's, that's how I see it, just because, like, it just makes sense in my head, like, the idea that, like, like, the color of my skin is, like, the color of my skin, but, like, it's not, like, if I was born in Wisconsin, I would definitely, like, think of myself as a lot less just because of, like, I would just get berated by, like, a bunch of racists. But when you Wisconsin's think about racist? it, like... I think so. I don't know. Like, honestly. animals and all oh, that. Wyoming, like, my bad. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Are, like, <laughs> such as bulls are bred to be mean. Like, like... And so, even if you raise them the same way as other bulls, they're still going to be more feisty and they're still going to be more mean and aggressive yeah. than other animals. And I see that in, like... There's no difference in humans, too. That's true. They have more... We have more brain capacity to get around that, and I think that's what raising... You're being raised in certain ways does. You either just live with it or you work and find patience and work around it. But I think some people are just born with different sets of personality traits, and that kind of defines where their life is going to go. Not... It's not a dead set line. There are, like, pathways you can take, but I think it... it it does impact which direction you're going to go in life. So astrology is real. I don't know about the astrology. I don't know if it's astrology. I think it's more genetics, like your <laughs> life, your your like your history, your ancestors. But I think like you think because like you and Julian are kind of different. I know, but at the same time, we're I feel like we're pretty is a bit similar. More complicated. <laughs> like, 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 I feel like me and Julian are, are different. Or, like, in a lot of ways, but we're also similar in a lot of ways that, like... And, like, just the other day, like, I'll be, like, like humming a song, like, in my head, and then Join will start humming it out loud, and it's the exact same song. Man, like just like TikTok. <laughs> it'll just be, like, I was thinking the exact same thing at the exact same time, just out of the blue. Hmm. So, I don't know. I just, like... I think nature has a, a, a really big role on, like where you're gonna go and then your environment it's like a book i read like it was called outliers by malcolm gladwell it's like a pretty like common like high school reading book and the entire premise of the book was that everything like every like star in a sport or in academics or like anything like that like every michael phelps it's like it obviously they worked hard but it is not even like the way we think about it is that it's like they worked hard for their success and that's that's all they had to do but he pointed out, like, a lot of flaws with that idea that we live in a meritocracy. And it's more, like, only, like, 0.01% of people are even given the opportunity to get to that place. Like, based on their how they're born and how they, like, the opportunities presented to them. So, like, they don't actually, like, earn that level in a way. He was, like, his point, his entire point of the book was that, like, life gives them opportunities. And they did capitalize on them, but no one else got those opportunities. And, like, he said the same thing for the Beatles and... Like, and he said, like, anyone born in January has, like, an inherent advantage against anyone born in December. Because if you do, 
like sports if sports work off of your birthdays in January and then someone in January is going to be older by the time it's December than their counterpart by 11 months so they'll have more like physical ability and it's kind of weird because like we see the same thing in swimming too like a tags birthday like a good birthday for tags like helps a lot yeah. And my birthday was, like, the day before tags one year. So I, like, lost all my cuts. It's, like, it's, like, the same, like, logic. Mm-hmm. So, like... It's just a luck of the draw. Yeah, like, like his entire point of the book was that nature was the defining factor in your life, not nurture at all. So... I feel like there's just so much nuances. I just don't like the idea that it's out of your control. Like, I, I, I hate that idea. Like, even if it might be true, I just refuse to accept it. That's good. I mean, that's how you should approach life. You can't, You can't be, like... Because, like, if you look at it the other way, then you're kind of limiting yourself already. Yeah, true. But also, like, what if that's just the truth? Don't take it as it is. Well, it's not like you can't just not take it as the truth because it still would be the truth. But, like, when you see, like, the happiest people, they're the ones that have, like, they're the ones that are are content with their life. They're, they're like, okay where it leads. So, like, they're, like, well, if this happens, it happens. And they kind of leave life to whatever it brings to them. And then they deal with it at the time. You see a lot of wealthy people. Maybe they're not necessarily like the most successful people in a standpoint of money and wealth and property and all that. But I'd say they're more successful in emotional yeah. an emotional state and happy, happy, they, are happy they are. But you see a ton of rich people that are the exact opposite and they don't accept things and they, they work really hard. And they, they keep on going to school. They get good jobs and they keep on going, but they're not happy. They reach their 40s and they're like, I worked so hard and like I haven't really yeah, I haven't lived, my, lived life. my life. I haven't So living your life is just being content with where oh. I I'm not sure if it's being content. It's getting to where you can it, be it's content just, with it. That's what I think. Like it's just accepting that some things are out of your control and that okay, not yeah. everything is going to go your way every time. And then like getting to where you're okay with that and then working around obstacles. It's like swimming I, I've kind of got to a point where I'm like, I know I'm not going to be the best. Like, I enjoy it, and I'm going to keep on doing it. But if you thought, like, every time you got in the pool, you're like, I need to swim faster because I need to be the best every time, you'd burn yourself out. And you, by the end of this, like, your swimming career, you'd be like, I wasted 10, 12 years of my life, like, thinking I was going to be the best. But, like, you could have just been enjoying the process and having fun and mm-hmm. doing what you could do every day but like that's why i call bs on like like michael phelps's story like i wanted i got in the pool and every day i wanted to like say to be i could be the best oh and, like, no you he was no, depressed too michael yeah, phelps like, had oh, like a DUI no, like every every, every was, like like top level athlete always is like oh i just wanted to be the best and that was what i thought since i was 10 and i'm like there's like it, it might be true but like like there's no way of knowing if it's true or not but like i just don't think it is but michael phelps is even a prime example yeah, like yeah. he 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 is the top he is he is the one percent that or the point one percent that actually one, yeah. could be number one and there was a point in his, in his life where he 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 was in like he was super depressed yeah he was having marital problems he he had a dui he like, he was just, yeah. his life was spiraling down, and it was because he had burnt himself out, because he was like, I need to be the best. I need to, like, go against the grain even more, and... Yeah. Like, that's why I think, like, sometimes success is just knowing that, like, like the most you can do yeah. is what you can do, and not setting a bar for yourself, other than your what? effort. Yeah. Like, say, I'm going to try my hardest, but... 
it doesn't matter if I'm going to be the best or I'm, I'm doesn't matter if I'm going to get paid the most. Like, I'm just going to work my heart out and... Yeah. That's, that's kind of hard to swallow. And I, it's different in careers. Like, it, it's like, you want to get to a position where you're like, it's like, if you're a businessman, you want to get promoted. You want to get that extra pay. You, yeah. Because you want a good life for your children or something, or, or you want something like that. And that's just sacrifices. That's like, yeah, it's either willing to, you're willing to or not. But when you think about it, there's only like 0.0001% that are the best at anything. Yeah. And a lot of people spend their entire lives like chasing that, chasing it and expecting it, I guess, and expecting it and like stressing about not being the best, but like, there's not many people that are actually the best at anything. And like at a certain point, it's kind of worth it to just take time off of that and then work, move your time to another place. Like I always think about the 20-80 rule. Have you guys heard of that? No. It's like the first 80% of, a, of, of like mastery on something takes 20% of the time and the next 20% takes 80% of your time. Oh, that's definitely true. I, yeah. I so like that. in your life, it would make sense to always shoot for 80% on everything. Which sounds really counterintuitive, but if you shoot for 80%, you get five subjects or subject or like five areas that you're 80% good at, which I think is better than one subject that you're 100% at. Hmm. Like, I guess not like, I guess if you count it like, oh, would you rather be Michael Phelps or be like, I don't know, like 80% of Michael Phelps in different areas? In Steve Jobs. Yeah, like something like that. But like, like obviously, like they seem like super prime examples. But I, I don't even think that if you put in a hundred percent time, you would get that one hundred percent return that they have gotten. So like, spreading yourself out makes more sense, in my opinion. All right. But Stella, what is your opinion? You're you're yeah, going you just, to MIT. You you've got like huge plans for the future. Like, what do you what do you think of it? I'm thinking like, I mean, from what I'm getting, I feel like that's kind of limiting mm-hmm. that that mindset because, I mean. I mean, it's good to think, it's good to, like, be happy, content with where you're at, but, like, if you're, if you're constantly content, you have nothing, like, what's motivating you to move to the next level? Well, I think that's the thing, it's, like, when you're content, like, it, it, just being content doesn't mean you're not gonna try, it just means that if you, if you fail, it's not gonna hurt you. And I guess that is setting a limit on yeah, yourself. It's yeah. saying like, like I'm it's like okay if I fail. If I it's mess okay this up. if I fail. Like, yeah. but I'm thinking like I'm thinking like you should go into it like not like expecting failure, but then forgiveness is the name of the game. Like after you fail, if you do, you're like okay, I can always get up, progress, do it again, do it again, but like or do another thing. I am. I'm gonna say I think I know like being like rich has it's probably it's probably got its some stresses that like really others dumb. don't have but like i i it's definitely better than being poor like right yeah. like yeah like you want to have the stress like oh like our car insurance is super high this month instead <laughs> of like what are we going to eat for dinner True. this week yeah like there's just no comparison between those two that being said like you see unhappiness in every social economic socioeconomic level mm-hmm. and no matter the like economic uh success of the individuals and i think that's because people aren't contempt with where they are so like there's always a drive to go so, and, somewhere but else. you see the people mm-hmm. that like there's some people that live on the beach and they Still not. and they're bartenders for their entire life 
and they they go and surf and they but they're happy mm-hmm. and so like may, maybe you can look at them and just be like they have nothing they like they're not successful but like i don't know being happy just like right now being need, more right? happy than anyone else seems like more successful to me what defines happy like it's your own definition it's yeah hmm. it, it, okay because that that gets hard too because like like you can't are you happy for yourself or like are you happy to see other people see that you're happy i think you'd be happy for yourself like, I, I don't think it's like i, I think, think happy to... for yourself because you see all those instagram posts like of people like oh i'm Faking. gonna take a break from instagram like it's so toxic like uh-huh. i'm living this fake life that's like not really what yeah so like I'm being happy for other people's like enjoyment seems like really counterintuitive like yeah I, like so it yeah. shouldn't be a goal let alone like even a thing that occurs so then social media is totally like, oh yeah it's doesn't make any sense it's no. fun i enjoy it <laughs> I know, but, like, you see a lot of people that are like, oh, I need a break from social media because they see all these, like, famous people post and they're like, oh, they're on a vacation again. Like, this is the third time this month. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm here and I haven't had a single day off of work. Yeah. But, like, like what what do they have that I don't? But, like, they see all these pictures all the time. And, yeah, so, and I it's like, they're like, them. And that's what they see. And then they're like, my life sucks kind of thing. But, like they see the best of other people's lives on Instagram, yeah. but they don't see the lows of their life. Like yeah. maybe yeah. that, that Instagram family, they were, they were seeing like, maybe they had like a huge loss of a family member. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not as close a family as they like say, and they're having marital problems or like something like that. Yeah. Like, I think Instagram just highlights the best of everyone's, like what they want people to see and leaves out the actual, like, reality of what it is being human yeah that not everything is i mean everyone always rags on instagram and they're like oh instagram is so toxic for like everyone our age and i just i don't know i feel like it's like much ado about nothing like i feel like it's not as big of a problem maybe that's just like my viewpoint on it but i don't feel like it's like this like terrible idea for people like this super formative thing that like impacts people i guess it does affect women more though right like i guess oh yeah body image yeah like like that that. stuff i guess that affects women more but like and from my perspective it just hasn't had any impact on my life you think yeah to me like you're you're not thinking that you've been influenced by like what people i mean like okay i guess like tiktok has like influenced me to like change myself in a way it's like personality wise but i don't think it's ever had a negative impact on me in terms of like pushing me into a negative like headspace but do you think that's because you're contempt with who you are and you're contempt where you are in life? If you weren't, do you think that would have a different impact on you? If you were like, if you wanted to change something about your life and who you were and you saw all these people like living what you wanted to live or living how you wanted to live? I mean, maybe. But if I'm in that situation, then I then that's where like I'd push myself to try and get to that stand, like to that point. Right. Mm-hmm. So like it feels like I would have control over that. Uh, I think I might, I might be contradicting myself a little. A little. But, like, I don't know. Like, it, like it's never, like, been a negative impact to me, okay. personally. I just don't... I'm just bothered by the fact that... Maybe it's not as big as a deal as I think, but, like, everyone has the same, like, script. It's, everyone has the same catchphrases and, <laughs> and stuff just because everyone looks at the same things. And they all go viral and stuff, and no one has, like... It seems like no one has original thoughts anymore. I feel like that's not a new thing, though. Like, before, it would be like, oh, the funny comic in the New York Times. Did you see that, Bill? 
it was a good one and then they started like quoting that or something or like snl or like uh, late night television like i don't think it's like a new thing it's just that it's, it's just more been, widespread though it's it's more easy to see yeah because like none of us shut up like yes like we're recording a podcast right now <laughs> like case in point um caroline wants to know how to pool how to pool like pool. a swim pool how to know how to pool a man like oh like okay i don't know danny how do you pull a man i just i think girls should just man up and ask a guy out every once in a while i just like yeah stella man up and ask a guy out every once in a while i think honestly <laughs> just taking charge sometimes is just so much more attractive than playing like playing hard to get like because guys nowadays they'll like they get shut down and like the way it is like stella you, i want to hear your rebuttal to this keep going like Danny. they like a lot of guys don't want to just like try and fail and they've failed so much they're like ah. Eh. Like, I don't really need to be in a relationship right now. But if a girl went like, oh, you look really cute today, it would be like, you want to go out? <laughs> it, nope. it, I swear, it's just like that. That's not how it works. It, I think it is. I Like, I don't know a single one of my friends that, like, wouldn't, like, find it cool if a girl went and, like, gave him a compliment every once in a while. And, like, that's true. said, like, hey, like. That's, like, a whole thing. Or, like, hey, I, I really like your hair today. Or, like, hey. Like, like, have you heard that thing about, like, how guys remember every compliment yeah. that they ever got? Like, I saw a TikTok got this guy who made, like, a full spreadsheet. And, like, his most recent one was, like, seven months ago. Like, it's, like, like. <laughs> Is it true? No, it's true. It's, it's it's true. true. <laughs> like, I, I feel like compliments and, like, saying, like, if you, if a girl walked up and was, like, to, like, a guy and was, like, hey, like. I really like you. I I would love if we went on a date or something sometime. He would be like, "Yeah, sure." Like, what <laughs> about fun. Friday? Yeah, really? Yeah, I swear. It's it's, it's, it's like it, Jane, I think Danny's right. Like, it's like like I think it's a take, it's a fifty fifty split. Cause uh-uh, I think- because I feel like guys, it's like it's been the status quo for guys to make the first move for so long. Yeah, that switching it up is just like that's it would be surprising it, enough it to would, work. It's not even surprising. I think it's just like it would, they would feel special. It would <laughs> yeah. feel, they would be like, "Whoa, this is like not what I'm used to." Like, I like this. Um, Bella, what do you think? Or Stella, uh, what do you think? Um. Well, no. Okay. Here's why I say it's fifty-fifty because there's different personalities of everyone. Like, there's some people who are assertive and some people who are the opposite of assertive, submissive. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, and and like and like opposites attract. So like, if an assertive person were to go up to another, I think like, opposites can attract. I don't think it's a, like a truism that opposites. Attract. I, I'm gonna say something controversial, and this is this is what I see, guys. The way like good guys like act is they they don't say like oh we're gonna go on a date or they don't like make the girl pity them they just they put themselves out there in a vulnerable state when they ask like hey i really like you would you like to go on a date with me that's putting them up for failure if the girl goes no i don't like you that way like that hurts and like that's what i think people are scared of but for a girl to put themselves in that vulnerable state not going up to a guy and saying hey we should go out sometime that's too bossy that's too putting it they need to put themselves in a state where they're like they could get a negative outcome I'm saying that more than likely they won't get that negative backlash. If they go and they go, hey, I really like you. Would you be okay with going on a date with me sometime? Nine out of ten times, I say the guy would say yes, which is opposite for a girl. I'd say it's four out of ten times that the girl will say yes to a guy. Okay, yeah, it's just a little easier for... Uh, but 
Mm. No, no, no. Because okay, I mean, I I don't know. I think I think it's even. I, uh, I'd say I'd say both of them are about a five out of ten. I. My track record says otherwise. I I, I say so too. I I don't know any girls. I I literally don't know any girls that have been turned down more than any of my guy friends. That's a valid point. But do you do you put yourself out there? Do you like ask for dates? Oh no. Like do you? Why why would why would I do a date? Oh. How do you get into a relationship? (laughs) You go on a date. Oh. You you gotta like you gotta say like hey I really like you and you gotta put yourself in that vulnerable position. All of my guy friends have at least been turned down three times. I do not think I do not think it is. A 50-50 split. You guys get guys put themselves out there way more than they get. Like they get turned down way more than they get like yeses. That's why a lot of guys become fuckboys now, <laughs> and it's true because Kelsen. because they get turned down so much. So like they're like, why do I try? Like I can just act like a douche and get girls that way. I think it's a very like, but like I think it's the opposite for girls. Like they don't want to put themselves out there. And so they don't get those opportunities. I think we should work with like some some, some girls. girls. Stella still puts herself out there. What? I think you put yourself out there. I think I, I think Stella, there. you're you're like a, you're a different story. You're definitely yeah. You're not. <laughs> but now you know what it's like to be like most guys. That's how that's how guys get relationships. They put themselves out there and they get turned down. Yeah, it hurts. Okay, well, my my advice on how to pool um, is just be yourself. Learn to love yourself first, and then once you do that, you're comfortable being yourself around people you like. And then if they don't like it, then you're like... Sucks, there's another one out there. Exactly. There's someone else who's going to like every part about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And then... That's fair. That's, that's how you pull. That's how you pull... That's how you pull the right person, at least. Yeah. So, like, it's not, like, a focus on, like, it's not getting fo- anyone. Yeah, it's, it's just, not like, a focus on... It's just focus on yourself. I think that's good advice. I, I think it... I think it's a combination of what me and Stella said. You, you've got to be yourself. You don't want to like act like someone different, mm-hmm. but you still got to put yourself out there and put yourself in a vulnerable state where you can receive a rejection. To so, like set up opportunities for yourself, and if the like you've you've got to be okay with like it not going your way. Like yeah. you've got to be yeah, like yeah, yeah. You got to like be you're secure. never gonna get those mm-hmm. opportunities if you're not willing to put yourself in a position where you can fail. And that's, like, true in every stage of life, but especially relationships, I think. Like, Yeah. But how many people do you got to be vulnerable to? Sheesh. Like, <laughs> I think that's that's another thing. You got to pick and choose the right person. But I think especially in girls, like, I think going out of your way and, like, giving compliments to a guy and, like, making the first moves is, like, it's a strong way of picking up a guy. <laughs> yeah, strong way. Strong. Strong, it's a good strong. Stella, I I promise you you bring next time bring Hershey's, and then give a few compliments leading up to it. You're gonna have a date, guarantee it. Maybe I think it could work. Could work. I think it could work. Ugh, a date is so weird. Date ideas. <sighs> Danny says you. What's I the, I, what's I the best first. Date? I hate everyone says movie. That's no worst date. No, worst. Not, no no no. That's because she fell asleep during your movie. Okay, movies are also um. You don't get to talk to them. You don't learn anything about exactly. them. Like, I think it's stupid. Movies aren't a good first date. They're good, like, third date. You've yeah. You've already like, had a few. And then I'd say just dinner dates are actually really good Really? I dates. feel like dinner dates are, like, the most awkward, right? I know, but, like, 
you don't know, like, if you like, if you're not like best friends with someone, but if you can't, if you like, can't over one dinner get into a conversation where you find common fair. ground, I don't know if you should be dating them in the first place. That's very true. That's a good point. But also, like, what if you're just awkward? That's something I think that's practice. Like, people, <laughs> some people are just better at dating than others, yeah. and I think it's just practice. Some people are just more comfortable. That's in true. situations where it could be awkward and yeah that's true what's another good date i think hiking any active things are good dates maybe not first dates I but like something yeah, hiking involves... like you, someone get killed in the woods oh, oh uh. that's like i mean i feel like that's like a fear like, or like like going like to the park be. or something and walking around or like yeah i think something that involves teamwork so you see how you guys work together yeah that's mm-hmm. yeah it's like what like escape an escape room. room? Okay, yeah. That would be such a That's, fun yeah. first date, yeah. actually. That seems like a good idea. Exactly. And I heard, like, I know, I guess this generation isn't really, like, but dancing would be a really fun first that grade be, oh, that date. Would, there's this, neither of you There's know. this cowboy <laughs> place, like, and you, well, you yeah, yeah well, that would be a kind of fun first date, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. I'm really not one for dancing. I know, but <laughs> I, especially now in this generation, there's a lot more people who are shy, than there like was a before. Class would be really fun though. That would be kind of like, fun. Take like learning how to tango or something. But the escape room, I think that might be a hit. It's kind of expensive, but if you're like willing mm-hmm. to do it that first date, like you learn a of, lot. Like that's kind of a fun like. And there's always something to talk about because you're you're doing something. Exactly. Like I feel like it would be fir- like at first like kind of a little awkward, but then like by like, the end of it, it's almost like it forces like that interaction. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. And the way I think of it is you can like see how they react to different situations. And then you see, like, okay, do I like that? No, do I not like that? Or, and yeah. also, it's like it pushes them under stress. So it's mm, like you yes. get to see them at their, like, <laughs> they're like, like what they're out. really going to be yeah. like. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just right off the bat. Is that, like, is that the best first date idea? Yeah. Like, I, do, do you can have them and you can just meet them on, like, a really good day. And, like, that's like, you're like, oh, this person is great. But that's, like, probably not what they're actually like all the time. Yeah. yeah. But, like, in escape room, you're stressing. You're, like, trying to find things. It's kind of a little hot, maybe. Like, you're mm-hmm. cramped <laughs> in. Like, yeah. Good idea. That is a good idea. Excellent. Excellent. Stella, you can use that on... Well... <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, we need some editing. Um, what was his name? Let's let's move on. Chocolate compliments and escape room. Oh, Guarantee you, it. I thought you were making... I thought you were making... Yeah. He's white. Um, oh, he's white? I didn't know that. I thought he was... I thought he was light-skinned. Did you see his profile? I don't know. Anyway. to pull it up right now. <laughs> we're not... We're literally not... I'm editing this out. He's white chocolate. 100%. Oh, yeah. He is white. <laughs> okay. Okay. Danny, how did being a master of banjo influence your college choice? It was just one of those things, I think... Uh, Do you still play banjo? I actually picked it up again. I didn't really play it this year much this year because I was super busy, but I just learned how to play uh, um, Sweet Home Alabama on it. Of course, of course. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Timeless. I mean, you gotta... On a banjo, you gotta <laughs> yeah. learn how to play But uh, I, I don't know. It pretty much... It was probably the reason I got a full scholarship. I mean, maybe... <laughs> They probably could have offered me another seventy thousand. They could have paid me for it, but I mean, it's just such a useful skill. I mean, I don't know when I I'm not asked about my banjo all the time. One hundred percent. You gotta join a banjo club. Yeah, I think so. I think. Is there a banjo major? Oh yeah, it's like I probably come out of college making forty four hundred thousand, maybe, just because of how good I am at banjo. It's so useful all the time. I mean, I can I can see that you know. 
And Trey, what's the process of crocheting? Do you have any tips? Tips? I mean, I learned, like, my pre-calculus teacher, not my pre-calculus teacher, but a pre-cal teacher at Westwood had a crochet club that we just showed up to. Like, the swimmers would just go there, and she taught us how to do it. It's kind of more complicated than you think. It's like, you got to start off with, like, a, a slip knot, and then you got to, like, chain a bunch, and then you got to crochet in that. And, like, each thing takes, like, a second. For me, it took, like, five seconds, like, each stitch mm-hmm. whenever I was starting. So, like, I would make, a, I made a bracelet, which is just a bunch of chains in a row, and that took, like, ten minutes my yeah. first time. So. Do you still crochet? Do you, are occasionally. You, occasionally? Yeah. It's, like, more of, like, a, oh, I've got some free time, like. Yeah, and it's, like, like if I'm just watching YouTube, I'll just, like, do it on the side. Do you like, think it'll not? be lucrative in the future? No. <laughs> crochet, it's, like, the most, like, it takes so much longer than you think, like, if something should take. Like, to make a beanie, it takes, like, an hour and a half. I feel like, like crocheting's more of, like, a gifting. Like, yeah, uh, it definitely is. People get it, and they're like, oh, that's cool, I didn't know you crocheted. Yeah, like, like, like crocheting and, like, embroidering. Like, like you never have to buy a birthday present again. <laughs> True. True. I mean, yeah. Like, hey, what do you want? Like, like hey, I want a bucket hat. I want a crocheted bucket hat. That would be cool. I want one tray. <laughs> I mean, I've made one before, but I made it, like, it was really bad. Like, it looked really bad. That's so cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like if there's a pattern online for it, you can make it. So like it's not like a, it's like it's not like it's hard to do usually. Like there are some stitches that are pretty hard, but like if you stick with like the basics, you can make most things. Like you can make a bunch of Pokémon out of like pretty easy stitches. Mm. So like That's cool. It just Here. takes time. It takes a lot more time than you think it would. It takes more time than it should. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, that's why like if you gift it to someone, it like you... means something. Yeah. I guess, yeah. 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 Um, and Jeremy's question for me was, what is it about Kanye that sticks out to me? Is it more than the music? Yes. Um, I, I admire his confidence and his determination. Like, I watched an interview from 2013 after he released Yeezus. He said, I'm going to be a billionaire. And he did become one. And, like, it's the fact that, like, it's the fact that it doesn't limit himself to anything or, like, in anything. He's like, I'm going to do fashion. I'm going to do music. I'm gonna do like. Wasn't his fashion brand like a bunch of shirts with like holes in holes it? Holes in it. Yeah, but it still made money. That's because. Okay. It's because he's Kanye. Yeah. yeah that's, it's like. I. It's one of those things. The top one percent like can just do anything. They yeah, can like shit in a bottle and it's like, <laughs> sell. It's like, and then he. And then at he this point, out of like. Service. At this point, uh, what's his? Elon Musk makes a a clothing brand. He's probably still gonna make billions off of it, and but this. True, but has no fashion sense. Adam Sandler could make a clothing Adam brand. Say, I would but buy that. But they're not doing it though, because they have other things to do. Because they don't want. They to. don't want to. Yeah, but but Kanye has that drive that like makes him want to do more, and I like that. I guess. And um, and then I'm, I like how he's like not afraid to like voice his opinions. Yeah, really, not afraid to voice his opinions. Yeah. Even when he's hopping on stage to take someone's award, huh? Yeah. Not afraid to voice his opinions not when afraid. it's not his chance to speak. Not afraid. That's kind of crazy. It's really cool. It's really cool that he just took an award out of a 17-year-old's hand, huh? Yeah. It's really crazy. So assertive and... So assertive, yeah. Bold. <laughs> My role model. The terrible Ugh. role model. Um, so, I, uh, what? I personally like... Uh, my role model is Muhammad Ali. That man That's had it down. Model. He had it. He had it down in life. I loved when he dodged the draft. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't know much about him. Like I, I mean, I did a project on him. Wasn't he like? Grade, he was like like what, insane at boxing, right? Yeah, no, he's he was the best. I mean, it was just like his. He was kind of like Kanye, I guess, in the way he just like 
but he he beat himself up it was like he was like all his quotes are like it's like i hated training but i just did it and (laughs) now i'm the best or it was like or it's like like i only started counting when it got when it started to hurt oh i've heard that one yeah. yeah or yeah there's like a bunch of them like that i'm like dang that guy must have just he just put his head down and he worked yeah and that that's cool I guess that's contrary to what I was saying earlier, how, like, you want to be content with life. But there's something, like, when when you, like, look at a person that's so, like, determined on one thing that, like... It's kind of inspirational. Yeah. Well, at the same time, realizing that maybe it wouldn't work for everyone. But, like... It's, like, inspiring to see that. Muhammad Ali, he wasn't... He was pretty big, but he wasn't, like, the biggest, and he wasn't Mm -hmm. the strongest. He, like... He honestly like outworked everyone else, and like yeah. that's that's cool. Like I see why that he was put model. in a position where like he came up from nothing, and he became the best. And mm-hmm. he's like the undisputed best of any too. time. Like I like I like I that's recently your model? no Taylor Swift is obviously, but like Kobe is like like I I was like because we had that basketball tournament, I had to like look into like coaching right. So like I like I did some studying on YouTube. I watched some clips. And I've learned that, like, actually, it was Steph Curry that, like, he, like, he, like, his three-point shots were just kind of insane because he just, that was all he would do for, like, days on end, just practice his Mm three-point shots. And he would, like, get the ball from a pass to, like, into, like, throwing out of his hand in, like, half a second or less. So they couldn't even have a chance to defend him, right? Mm -hmm. So it was instantly, he got the ball, instantly shot it, and instantly made it. So, like, he had practiced that and perfected it to the point where, like, they had to keep, like, two people on him at all times. And that would leave his entire team to just go and shoot, like, for free, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, his, like, that was his method of, like, working on, like, his game. To, like, literally just free up his entire team. Mm-hmm. And he, like, put hours into that. Just perfecting his own three-point shot. And had, like, an insane impact on his team. Which is kind of crazy. Like, that level of play. Like I think that's, like, that's one of those things. Like, it's, like, you respect people who, like, even at their prime still had to work yeah to get what they want i think sometimes you see like famous people and you don't like them because it's the opposite like stopped they they have what they want and they could do anything they want just because of where they are in life and like that's what a lot of people don't like ryan lochte right yeah he he thought he could do anything because he was famous he thought he could do anything because he was the best and then he kind of fell off it's nice seeing like famous people being humble in a way like that like normal people are because they don't have to be humble but the fact that they are is like it's nice that they have that trait. Because then whenever you see someone who's not humble, you're like, wow, what a, what a garbage person, mm. right? Not Kanye, but it, it does apply. No, <laughs> oh. no, not really. Not Shots really. fired. Literally, he loves his fans. He, like, takes time out of his day to, like, okay. help them. Okay. But he doesn't like Taylor Swift, and that's why Shrey doesn't okay. like him. Are we, is, is this when we're going to get into the Taylor Swift? Are we doing Kanye? it now? Are we going to do oh. it now? I might have to step out for this one. This <laughs> might get heated. I got to go pick up my diploma from school. <laughs> okay. Wait. Before we go, who do you like more? Or Whose Taylor? music do you like more? And then who do you like more as a person? Yeah. Think about all the iconic songs that have been dropped over the last decade. Wow, who are they made by? Okay, give me your favorite song all time. Favorite song, August. You haven't heard it. I haven't heard it. I don't think you have. What's your favorite song? Devil in a New Dress. It's a TikTok song, like so song. you might I think have I've, heard I the think intro. I've heard that one. Oh. I'd have to say I like Taylor Swift's music better. And Dang, that's tough. I kind of like Kanye's personality better. Yeah. I just, like, he just seems more upbeat. And he, 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 he seems like the kind Taylor of, like, person that I was saying later, like... Stella say, has saying like, he's not like contempt he wants more but like I think he is also happy where he is within his life right now yeah and I think like 
Taylor Swift not. He's more successful than just his money in that way. The mindset. I feel like... I think Taylor Swift's happy where she is. She's it, been in a four-year relationship and like, she is like... But I feel like, for a long... I feel like now she is. But yeah. I feel like for a long time she, she kind of was... I mean, Kanye wasn't happy for a long time either. I think mm-hmm. he finally got to that position where he is. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good progress for both of them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say for, like, our discussion that we aren't, like, flaming You're each other. You're agreeing on something? Yeah. Well, I will head out and let you guys flame each other. I, okay. I will I'll be listening in to see how heated this gets. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye. Danny. Have fun in Hawaii. Okay. So, here's why I like... Okay, so we're talking... What basis do you want to, like... Evaluate measure, them? Evaluate them first. I don't know. First? I mean, the music we're always going to disagree on, and I don't think it's way, it's easy to make an objective I, I answer. I actually have a concession to you. I say she's more successful in the music industry. I agree. And here, <laughs> because, because she has the radio play advantage. That's true. So there's going to be more streams. There's going to be more album uh, purchases. She has a wider... Just because of the genre, I, I can see The genre. That. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And then... How so, many albums does, does Kanye have? Oh, shoot. Uh, one, two, wow. You don't even know. I don't have it off the top of my head. How do you not have it off the top of your head? Because I can... I you know, can this list- nine? Shoot. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. College about... Um, and with the re-records, I guess you could count it as ten. You know what? I'm, j- I'm just going to say ten. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Can you, lady, can you list all the okay, albums? Okay, fine. The college dropout, uh, late registration, 808s and heartbreaks, um, graduation, uh, what was it? My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, uh, The Life of Pablo, Yay, and Jesus, so nine. Okay. And then he has a whole bunch of s- singles. Oh, Watch the Throne, but that was a collab with Jay-Z. So Interesting. That was excellent. Um, <laughs> the, the production on there was immaculate. So, okay, and then if we talk about meters of success, I think the most easy one to gauge is net worth i don't think so you think i mean it's the most uh like concrete okay i can see that so we're saying like success as in like traditional sense like this like a businessman success kanye i can see that i'll give it to him that's fair yay and wow this is this is so much better than last time (laughs) yeah this is what what else do you want to? Like, I'll concede that "Devil in a New Dress" sounds good. I have yes. still I've not streamed the song. I refuse to. Why? Because that gives him money. So? I just don't. I just don't. I refuse to. As 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 a Taylor Swift fan, I just can't make that concession. I mean, I stream Taylor. I stream Wildest Dreams. Because she makes really good music. So does Kanye. Okay. <laughs> and no, I'm kidding. Really, really I, sure, I really do, sure? I do, I do like Devil in a New Dress. Just the production on it. I, 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 I looked at the genius lyrics and like, I don't know. I, I Kanye's lyricism it doesn't appeal to me, in a way. Like, maybe I haven't like read it. Like, I, I just read through it. I didn't like analyze. I guess so. Oh. Maybe that's why. Because like his, I guess you need to analyze, right? Kind of like you hear the wordplay and then you kind of like giggle to yourself while you're <laughs> listening to it. Do you giggle to yourself when you listen to Taylor? depends on the song yeah why like what do you mean like do i can i analyze her lyrics yeah i can analyze her lyrics hmm. yeah i think her lyrics are very i mean at least the songs that i heard uh or like and downloaded wildest dreams paper rings um i feel paper, like paper you, rings lyrics is really good i'm not gonna i feel lie. like if you if you don't listen to folklore 
or Evermore, you can make the argument that her lyrics are, like... Like, her okay. lyrics are still good before that, but Folklore and Evermore are, like, her crowning achievements. Like, those are her, like... Those are her, like, masterpieces. You think? I think so. I think her best album was 1989. That's my personal favorite, but I think in terms of quality, Folklore is her best album. Actually, I think Evermore is better, but, like, ev- the general public would agree that Folklore is, like, her masterpiece. Wow. Just because, like, if you listen to the songs, like... I don't like the sound of the songs in a way, like like that whole like the whole vibe isn't like my thing. Evermore is like more my idea because it's like more like less woods, more Mm -hmm. like out of the woods. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. And so like that's Evermore is my preference, but Folklore's writing is on a new level, in a way. Okay. Well, if we're talking about Kanye's, his magnus opus, if you will, is definitely my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I've heard that. Um, because just the production on it, the fact that there's like rock in there, he got Bon Iver on it. Oh, he featured on Folklore. Kanye got him first. Okay, well, no, I'm kidding. Taylor got him twice. Uh, hmm. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. And then we've got the yeah that's his best but my favorite is the life of pablo because it's just it's it's oxable oxable okay yeah it's like you like play it in a car so you're like with with friends and then like jam to it windows roll down i feel like you can do that with a lot of taylor songs i guess just because everyone knows him from (laughs) everyone knows him from the radio yeah because they've had a lot of impact Mm. okay let's talk about impact in music because kanye he He's influenced so many artists. You know, Brockhampton formed off of a Kanye West fan forum. Okay. And then, um, like, he inspired a new, the new genre. Or maybe not new, but, like, he popularized... Using 808s. Is that not him? No. Oh, not really. Yeah, Popular, like he popularized using, like, jazz beats in his um, songs and um, maybe, like, listening to more conscious rap. So he indirectly influenced Kendrick and J. Cole and stuff like that. Even Drake said he kind of is a big influence for him. And Drake's like a pop star now. Mm-hmm. So I think Drake's overrated. Definitely. Honestly. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. His, we can agree on his that. voice is kind of boring. I, it's just his songs are kind of boring. <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't like, I don't really mess with the music. I feel like he doesn't try. But like, and then, and then we've got, he brought up like Big Sean and Nicki Minaj. Does Big Sean still make label. music? I think he released an album like one or two years ago. Oh, okay. It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, like... Also Kid Cudi, right? Kid Cudi, right. Yeah. Right. So the fact that he goes into... He he makes new things, like alternative rap or, you know. I think Taylor Swift's impact... Like, if, you're, if we're talking like 1989, like that album kind of brought back pop music. It did. And from, it, from what? from i don't know like the 1980s like it like it, it was a new it was like a new sound but like it was a new sound that she wasn't attempting to like like she wasn't referencing an old sound she was like she was bringing that back at the same time while not making reference to it and like she like i think she brought back pop music in a new way with 1989 controversial take i thought i thought all pop music sounds the same that's a really shitty take like, in general, that's, like, a bad take. I said there's no explicit content in this podcast. Oh. That's a really, just, that's a, that's a generally bad take. I guess. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's a little biased. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't, I haven't listened to enough pop music to see the transition from before 1989. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, fair enough. But, like, 
I think that like, the album was just like revolutionary when it came out. When did it come? What year? 2014. Oh. Yeah. Cause Brought no, back the entire like, usage of Polaroids also. Oh. True story. Really? Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Because the album cover is a Polaroid. Yeah. And she like, she, like, with the marketing, she, like, dropped a bunch of Polaroids, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. But, um, yeah, no, because the shift that I saw in pop was that one time, you know, what, when... Levitating dropped? <laughs> no. It was in 2013 <laughs> when, like, that whole sweater weather, do I want to know, that whole alternative takeover. But then Taylor Swift the next year. Like, that was like, in 2013. Yeah. Taylor Swift the next year, I guess. Oh, okay, I guess you did bring it back then. But I kind of like the alternative more. That's fair. I think it's personal preference. Yeah. But I do think... And then, like, I think, like, 1989... I think, like, her, like, main albums are the ones that won album of the year. Like, those are the ones that, like, revolutionized music. I do think, like, other albums of hers might have deserved it. But, like, I know 1989, like, pissed off a lot of Kendrick fans because it won over to Pimp a Butterfly. Right? And... Yikes! <laughs> what? It did. Yikes! Did it tell us... I mean, well, okay, again, all per- all preference. I'm, I didn't say that it deserved it. I haven't yeah. heard the other album. Like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to say. Apparently, that album is, like, the best rap album ever. Yeah. because And I haven't listened to it. I, mean, should. I probably should. I, should. I, I, I like Kendrick's music, so I probably will. You definitely should because... And make sure you listen to it not on shuffle, like... In it order. tells a story. Yeah. It yeah. tells a story. I mean, 1989 does, too. Really? Yeah. Like, if you listen, if you look at the secret messages, which are, like, in, like she puts in, like, like, messages in her songs... So like for, for, for the fans to decode like it tells a story of like a couple in new york and then mm-hmm. like like that's why the song's first welcome to new york and it's about it's about it's meant to be about her and harry styles at least that's like the implication word that's so, kind of cool yeah but but like i don't know i uh, maybe it's just micro versus macro because her and harry styles versus i yeah i understand like, a different, like the, it's different d- issues talked about and I can't. I really can't defend 1989 against an album I haven't heard before. So like, I, I I don't know how I would. Yeah, true. So like, agree to disagree for now because yeah. I can't. I can't like. Okay. I can't make that like statement that 1989 is better. Okay. Especially if like if everyone's claiming that it's the best rap album of all of time. Mm-hmm. Like, fair. I do think Folklore deserved it this year though. Against I don't know what even albums were in the running. Um, After Hours wasn't in the running, which I think was stupid. I think After Hours should have been in the running. I think if any album would have beat Folklore, it would have been After Hours. Okay. But I still would have voted Folklore because that's just me. But, like, just because, like, the fact that Taylor Swift dropped it, like, she announced it at 9 a.m. in the morning and then dropped it that night, it was kind of a crazy thing that she just dropped out of nowhere and it still became the most streamed album of the year, like, most sales. Like, it topped the charts for, like, six weeks, I think. Oh, I think that, like, that kind of caused it. Like, if... Like, the surprise album drop. I mean, there was no promo for it, though. Like, I feel like that, like, building up hype for an album helps it get to the top of the charts. Oh, I don't. I mean, I feel like that used to be the way it was, but now with, like, the fact that you can get a tweet immediately and be like, oh my gosh, tonight. Like, you'd rather get that nowadays. Because everyone does promo now. Well, I I guess that was a good marketing scheme. Like, it was new. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I feel like it, like, it was just kind of crazy that she, like, did, had that much impact on an album and she changed her sound that much. Yeah. And the fact that she dropped two albums within, like, six months. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, it's, yeah, it's kind of impressive. I, I, wish, I wish Kanye could do that. <laughs> I really do. Um, so, oh, we, we didn't get to address the best animes. Oh, I was going to be mad. <laughs> well, I say Bleach, because that's the only one I know. I've oh. only watched Naruto, and it was kind of meh after the first, like, the second part of it's kind of dog. I'm going to say why I don't like anime, because, um... I feel like I need to justify myself. Um, it's because when I watch stuff for entertainment, I want to be 
I want to have to pay attention to the like little little like details or you know like the voice inflections yeah okay or like small little facial clues yeah context clues and I don't want to be like because anime they like over exaggerate every single yeah every single thing so like it's kind of shoved in your face like what to perceive and there's no like subtleties there's no subtleties and that's just what I look for in a in any show um so, I just haven't found anything interesting in anime. Like, I haven't found an interesting show. I haven't also looked for it very much, though, because I'm, like, not... I don't know. Because every anime I've seen is, like, 600 episodes, and half of them are filler. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, what's the point? Because, like, if, like, they spend, like, three episodes on one person charging up for a fight, it's, like... <laughs> yeah. I wasted 60 minutes of my life just now then, so... I don't, I, I don't understand the appeal of it, but we don't have any advocates for anime here, so <laughs> we can't really go to the other, other side... Um, oh, for you, if you had no limits, who would you fight in a boxing ring? Whose question is that? Rants. Why would I, what, I, I, like, I would say Jake Paul so I could beat him up, but he would definitely destroy me. Uh, like. You could hit the, hit the weight room. <laughs> Do some, I think, yeah. I don't, I have no Jake. reason to fight anyone, like. Very calm collected dude would you fight taylor swift no okay <laughs> what would, <laughs> would you what? no yeah like, no because then she'll make a whole album about me or uh, something yeah wow that's crazy that dated take right. oh no pun intended <laughs> all right um okay and how does one become so obsessed with taylor thomas thomas blue asked that i don't know she makes really good music and i was at the right time right time in my life like i i didn't listen to music in elementary school and in like sixth grade i was like oh shit this song on the radio is pretty cool and then it was 1989 and i listened to the entire album and i was like that's pretty cool so then i listened to it a lot Mm. okay (laughs) when do you think the next taylor swift album is going to come out from abigail from abigail um june 8th is a date that is circulating or sorry june 4th is a date that's like circulating because she drops a lot of easter eggs and the fans go through like way too complicated of like rabbit holes trying to find out what they mean and like finding easter eggs where they weren't intended to be easter eggs so april 30th was meant to be a 1989 release like the re-record and then june 4th again and then like there's one in may and then like it's like it's like this whole thing like it's a whole mess like there's like there's like 20 like 20 weekends in the future that like could be a possible release date so i don't understand the re-recording thing i don't understand it, it at all like what's the point so that she can own her music oh she didn't own it before no the the, the record label owns it oh so she, now she's independent no she's with republic but they allow her to own her music oh so like that's why she's re-recording them to take ownership of it and also it devalues the old masters so that they don't get to make money off of them anymore because people start switching over to streaming the new the new version oh i didn't i like the old versions more have you listened to both side by yeah, side? That's like how? That's it. that's like impossible. Like because I don't know. They're so much better. The new version's so much better. No, it just I like her voice has gotten so much better. I like the raw version more for some reason. That's crazy. Like if like I I listen to unmastered versus mastered like Kanye stuff and I kind of like the unmastered. Well, you know, I mean, it depends on the mood. What song do you like more on the old Fearless album than the new one? Fearless. Which one's that? The one that she re-recorded. So that was the only one? I thought she did, like... She's going to. She, like, she has them, like, saved, but she hasn't released them yet. Which one did oh, you listen to? Fear, oh, like, Love Story and stuff, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, left to right, and you belong with me. Those are the only two I know anyway, so. And they don't sound better to you? No. Really? Yeah, because I feel like she lost her accent a little. She had, that was a fake accent. Wow. And she didn't use it that much on Fearless anyways. It was mostly just her first album when she used it. I don't know. I just like, I just like how it sounds more. That's crazy. You're still supporting her old record label. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, oh, she also asked me, how did I become to get so sexy? (laughs) I think it's, um... I started drinking water. Oh. No. I started drinking water more and also 2% milk and flossing my teeth every day. Is this an actual answer? Yes. Oh, you're like, actually, like, I drink water now. And that's like, yeah. Okay. 2% milk is the way to go. Um, For what? What is it? Like like bones? Bones, yeah. It gets my bones stronger. Does that make you more sexy? Yes. And then I thought, <laughs> and then, like, it's it's just, like, lately, I think in the last month, I, like started to actually love myself and that's how i that's how i become sexy nice right do you think you're sexy i don't like that word in general <laughs> like yes yeah, right you should really boost your confidence <laughs> yeah man i yeah totally <laughs> okay so we got through everyone's questions so i guess this is a good place to end like always stay, stay out, out in the, in the sun. sun also wear sunscreen <laughs>